Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Recorded live. All right. So uh, I am so excited to talk to you. I have so many questions. I think I'm going to start here. Um, I know, so you are taking a motorcycle trip around the country, mm-hmm. right? And are yeah. you in Montana right now? Am I where? Am I where? In Montana. Montana. Uh, yes, I am in Montana. Awesome. Cool. All right. So you're kind of in the middle of your trip. Um, tell us, like, we have just start by describing, like, what's a day in this sort of road trip life for you like? What's a typical day? Yeah. Um, well, as you can imagine, there are, there are no typical days. <laughs> but what <laughs> I usually do is uh, I, I start my day by just – uh, waking up naturally and uh, going through my morning routine. Um, I tend to stay at hotels because they're very comfortable for me or I stay with friends that I have met and or that I know um, across the country. And I generally get on uh, the bike around uh, nine or so. And, um, you know, pack up my gear, get it all uh, on the bike, and uh, take off down the road. And I've got, I generally have a destination that I've uh, figured out the night before. So I I put that into my GPS so I know where I'm headed. And uh, and just, and I ride for a couple of hours. And uh, depending on where I am, I might travel hundreds of miles or I might be in a city and not go very far at all. Um, you know, if you're in a lot of traffic, that's much different than being in Montana, for example, where there's absolutely nothing to slow you down. <laughs> so after I ride for a couple of hours, um, I stop for a couple of hours. I like to uh, take a break because um, – Riding the bike is is kind of demanding. It takes a lot of physical and mental energy. And so I'll stop for lunch, and I usually do some journaling. Um, I try not to dig out my laptop, but I try to handwrite in my journal and um, get a good, healthy meal. And I'm usually starving, so I eat a lot, but it's... Somehow seem to work it out, which is fantastic. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah. And so then I will generally ride, um, it, get back on um, for another two or three hours, and um, I, I know where I'm going to spend the night. Um, and generally, I confirm that at lunchtime to make sure I'm going to get there and. Um, the conditions are are cooperating and things like that. 
and then uh, I'll stop for um, check into a hotel. I unload my gear, take a shower, and then go find uh, a nice hearty meal and a glass of wine. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Not in yeah, and uh, riding a motorcycle around the country like goes it goes after the glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. <laughs> I, love, I love it. So have you, you know, do you stop at any, like, vineyards along the way? Is, is wine one of your things? Like, do you incorporate that? Um, what are the types of things that you really stop to see? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I love national parks. So if I'm having a non-ride, I do have non-riding days. So I tend to organize those around places that I want to see or places where I want to spend some time. So, for example, when I uh, stopped at Mount Rushmore, um, I stayed in one of the lodges nearby, but then uh, I took some time and I went into the park and I saw the presidential sculptures and the cliffs, which were amazing and very cool. And I did a little bit of hiking and and resting because you really can't ride every single day, right? Yeah. And and then when I'm in a city, I like to sort of see some of the sights there as well. So um, yeah, it, it, it's amazing that like I said, every day is different. There is no typical day. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And it sounds like you have um, you know well-rounded days. Hmm. Yeah, I try to. I mean, I'm not a, like, super competitive go, go, go kind of person. It's important to me to take my time and, and see things. And, I mean, that's why I'm doing this trip is to just see what is in this country. It's amazingly diverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. So um, you mentioned, like, getting together with friends. Um, do you typically have friends in every city? Are you meeting new people? Yeah, it's funny. Um, it's a little bit of both. So <clears throat> I have uh, more friends and family, I would say, along the East Coast because, you know, I'm mm-hmm. from Maine, but, you know, people I know just tend to be over here um, or over there. Um, but I also have met an incredible number of people through a Twitter community. There's a shared um, hashtag called MotoChat, and every Wednesday we chat on Twitter, and I've gotten to know those people, and they're all over the world. And so being able to uh, tweet to one of them, hey, I'm going to be, you know, where you are. I'm going to be in the, um, you know, Sierra Highlands of Nevada, uh, Jay Brandon. So how about we hook up and ride for a while? And and we do. And and that community is amazingly generous with their time and spirit. And it's fun to meet these people who I've talked to for years on Twitter in real life. It's great. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. How fabulous. So, um, you're doing that. I know that you don't just travel like across this country, but you also traveled across Europe. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's been super exciting. But what I'm 
even more excited about is an upcoming trip that I have going to Santorini in the Greek Isles. Oh my gosh, that I, sounds <laughs> I'm I'm so excited. So that's my next trip and I've been doing a lot of research and preparing and I'm just uber, uber excited for that. Oh, how fun. Now will you um will you ride in Europe? Like when you go to Europe, do you ride as well or is that sort of a different type of travel? Yeah, that's gonna that's a different trip. So um for that trip, I flew into Paris, and that was my hub, and then um, took the Eurorail to a bunch of different countries. So I would, like, um, start in Paris, go over to London for a few days, come back to Paris, um, then go over to Germany for a few days, come back to Paris. And so um, using Paris as my hub um, allowed me to go to a lot of places in just a couple weeks' time. Mm. That sounds amazing. And while it sounds entirely different than, you know, taking your motorcycle across um, the country, like it sounds in some ways very similar, like coming back to a place, going check out all the cities. Um, you're just not, you just didn't do it on a motorcycle. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's more of a train trip, so a different yeah. form of transportation, but a similar <laughs> style. Yeah. How fun. So, um, you know, how did you sort of get here to where you are, um, like, you're having this very cool travel life? Have you always been able to do this? Uh, No. It started um, kind of small and then built momentum. So, um, in 2015, I decided that, well, I guess I decided in 2014 that I was going to take a trip by myself to Costa Rica. And I did that in February of 2015. And that was my first experience in a foreign country where I didn't speak the language and I was all on my own and had an incredible time. Like it was just a major accomplishment for me. And then when I came back um, or when I was thinking about the 2016 because um, what I do at the end of every year is I uh, sort of assess what I've done and, and set some goals for the coming year. And I was trying to decide, do I want to go on one single trip again like I did last year? And then I decided I'd rather do something different. So for 2016, I set a goal to stay domestic but to do one trip per month. And so uh, where did I go in January? Um, oh, January I went to Richmond, Virginia. In February I went to Florida, Tampa. Um, next week and next month I'm going to New York City, and I'm also going to Vermont because I won a writer's retreat. Um, and so I'm going to do that in March as well. And then April I'm going to go to Pittsburgh. Um, so and these I'm are but last what's year and now. These are all trips you took last year, and and then that sort of graduated into this place of being able to travel across the country? Uh, Yes. Yes, you got it. Awesome. That's so fabulous. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you you have this trip where it seems like you just have this freedom to travel across the country. Like last year you were, you know, doing trips every weekend, travel across Europe. Um, Like, have you always had that freedom, or how were you able to create that freedom? (laughs) 
Um, I have not always had that freedom. And I, you know, for a fair amount of my life, I was married and um, I have two children and they needed me. They needed me to be nearby and, um, and whatnot. And then I got divorced and uh, I guess I slowly over time built my muscle for freedom and independence. Um, part of that was just the experience of, of being on my own um, and making a living. And then um, once my kids got a little bit older, you know, when they're teenagers, they don't want me around anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> I just uh, started to take advantage of that time. And I also have a really amazing support system. Like my mom is always here anytime I need her. I have great friends and my kids have great friends. And so it always, I've always been able to make it work. That's, that's amazing. And did you, um, how about the financial side of it? Like, has that, that always been there? Is that something, I mean, do you have some amazing job where you just get to travel all the time? <laughs> um, I do have an amazing job in that I'm a writer. So um, my life is very flexible. All I need is my laptop and uh, Wi-Fi, and I am good to go. I can work from anywhere. I can write. And, and I don't even need a computer for that matter. I can just use a journal or a notepad. And um, then once I get to a computer, do my compositions. So I, I would say that in the beginning, I used to really stress out about having enough money. And But by now, I've um, I've learned that I always have more than enough. It just always works out. It just does. Mm, that's I don't know amazing. how to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so like that's so good to know. Like, how did you make that shift? What happened? Like, was that just something that happened over time, or how did you make that shift? I think I just collected enough evidence to trust it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been out on the street. I've always had a roof over my head. I've always had enough food. I've always had transportation even when I felt like I had nothing and so you know after a couple of years I just realized you always make it work it just always happens (laughs) it's magical and so as I developed as I witnessed it and began to trust it more then the financial abundance became bigger oh that's amazing it is amazing. And, it, and what I mean by that is like more opportunities presented themselves. So I would get phone calls out of the blue or, you know, um, I would see an opportunity and, and go after it and I would get it, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Um, what's the biggest obstacle you had to overcome in terms of, you know, really living this life of freedom and like you're saying, is like financial abundance. I would say that the money piece was the biggest hurdle. Mm-hmm. Um, just having that trusting abundance and not fearing lack. It's, it's a lot of letting go of fear. It's, mm. it's just embracing trust. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that breathing yeah. trauma. And is that sort of, I mean, what was your greatest fear? You know, I used to worry a lot about paying my bills on time and my credit rating and whether or not I could afford a mortgage. And I just stopped worrying. I just stopped. I just refused to, um, what's the right word, taint my life with that fear. And it it just works. I don't know. <laughs> it's just the money, money comes in and money goes out. And, and I'm perfectly taken care of. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. Um, so cool. What do you what do you consider to be your greatest success? My greatest success so far has been to accomplish this lifestyle that I've wanted for so long. I mean, you asked me about freedom. There was a time in my life where I felt no freedom at all. I felt very constrained. I felt constrained by marriage, I felt constrained by motherhood, I felt constrained by where I lived, and um, so my biggest accomplishment is to is is finding this place of freedom and being able to pursue what I'm curious about without limitations. That's amazing. So piggybacking off of that, what would you tell your younger self in terms of life advice or how to get here? I would just tell my younger self, just don't worry so much. The worry doesn't accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. And and trust that, trust your, trust the whispering. Trust the the gut. Trust the the opportunities that present themselves to you it's okay it's okay to step outside the box it's okay to not do what everyone else is doing because what you'll find is that people will end up wanting your life like Mm -hmm. we strive so hard to be like everybody else but if you're willing to not be like everybody else you'll find people are envious. Mm. So I'm assuming that has been abundantly true for you. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I I saw a friend of mine recently, and I hadn't seen her in a a little while. And, you know, she sort of struggles where she is, and, and she's known me to struggle as well. But when I saw her, she she asked me how I was, and I said, I'm fantastic, and my kids are doing great, and I'm going here and I'm going there. And she just sort of looked at me very curiously and said, you just make your life what you want it to be, don't you? And I said yes, and I thought that was the biggest compliment I could ever have received. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh I'm proud of that because not everybody does that, can do that, or is willing to. Right. 
do you think it's more about the willingness than it is if they actually can or can't? Yeah, I think everybody can. But I think mm-hmm. people are too afraid. Yeah. 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 Um, if you had this journey to do over again, would you do it? I would have I would do it earlier, but I would do the journey, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I wish I knew, you know, that hindsight is twenty twenty thing. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, there's another expression. Something is lost on the youth. I can't remember what it is, but it's that um, I probably couldn't have done it any earlier. I had to go through some of the bad stuff to get right. to the really good stuff. Yeah. And do you think it was <clears throat> sort of, um, no, no, do you think it was inevitable or do you think like you made the choice, like we talked about, you know, most people don't have the courage to do, live the life that you live. Like, do you think it was inevitable that you got to this place or do you think it was a result of your choices and your stepping out and your choosing freedom? Yeah, I think I've always been a seeker. And um, so... You know, after I got divorced, I was in, uh, I dated this guy. And, you know, in hindsight, I think, oh, my God, that was the biggest mistake of my life. However, he gave me a gift, which was he shared with me the law of attraction and the movie The Secret. And that was in, I want to say that was seven years ago. And it resonated with me like nobody's business. Like, I'm like, this is, this is interesting. This is very interesting. And so I kept following these little threads. And um, it, I think if I hadn't been interested, if I hadn't been a seeker and being curious to follow the threads, I could have ended up like anybody else. But so you you have to have both. You have to have things the universe present them things to you, but you have to be able to sort of follow up on them too. And I I don't mean in a it's more of a noticing than a doing. Mhm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, what's the biggest lesson that you've learned along the way? I have learned that I can be deliberate. I'm a deliberate creator. I can create the life that I want by being purposeful. That's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. In the beginning, when I, even when I heard about this stuff and it really resonated, I didn't trust it. I'm like, that's cockamamie bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) But yet I couldn't walk away from it either. Mm Because it was like, well, what if? What if it's not bullshit? That sounds pretty amazing to be able to create exactly what I want. Which you have done. 
which I have done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> so acknowledging that, what advice would you give someone, you know, either just starting out trying to create freedom or maybe it's someone you've mentioned the law of attraction who's, you know, using the law of attraction. Like what advice would you give them? Well, I try to do this with my kids all the time, but I try not to label it. I used to. I used to say, oh, you should read about the law of attraction. (laughs) But I feel like that really turns people off. I think it's confusing. I think people don't believe it. So the advice that I try to give, I try to encourage my kids, I'm going to talk about, answer this in the context of what I tell my kids, is, you know, what feels good to you? Like, if, if you don't know what to do, and maybe one, maybe maybe you're faced with two choices, and none of that, neither of them are ideal, which one feels better than the other one? Or which one feels less sucky than the other one? Yeah. <laughs> they both suck. Which one feels less sucky? And move towards that one. Mm-hmm. And um, and then what excites you? Like, what do you what do you get excited about? And here's an example: my kids both hated school, hated high school. They're one's a junior, one's a senior, and they've also struggled with anxiety and depression and things like that. And so finally, I just said, "You don't have to go to school," because it made no sense to me whatsoever that they would spend their entire day or six hours of it or whatever in a place that made them miserable. So after a long process of um, decision-making, one is now taking two classes at school and none other, and the other one is taking three and none other. And they're happy. They're like different human beings, and that's what's important to me. It's important to me that they they follow what's interesting to them because they even though they don't go to class they're they haven't stopped being curious so they do classes online or they go to the library and read a book or they go walk along the river and those are the things that I would encourage anybody to do even if it's not what the culture is doing. Hmm. That's such do it makes you happy. That's it. Just do what makes you happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's such good advice. <laughs> and it sounds oh. so selfish, but it's okay because it's your life. Right. Yeah. Now, oh. now the challenge is when my kids want to do something that I don't want them to do. Then it's a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> but we try to find middle ground. That's good. That's amazing. And I think that's great advice for anyone starting out, you know, either law of attraction or if they, you know, read your article and they're like, I want that freedom. I want to be able yeah. to travel free. Or um, I know <clears throat> coming up in a couple months, are you actually going to go live in Greece? Is that what I read? And you're um, I'm, I'm going to spend three months there. So I'm wow. going to have sort of – I call it a sabbatical, but I'll be working. But it's a sabbatical mm-hmm. from the United States, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 
And so what is, like, the most exciting thing about thinking about that trip and spending three months in another country? Yeah, I just um, – that's one thing I haven't done is sort of immerse myself in another culture. And mm-hmm. I find it incredibly exciting. I'm just very curious about it. I want to be able to pick up on uh, the language. I want to, you know, see how other people live. There's, you know, the United States is just one country out of how many hundreds <laughs> around the world. Um, so I just want, I just want that experience and to see how I like being away for for that period of time. Yeah. I guess I have this, you know, desire to check out a bunch of places and then maybe at some point I'll relocate permanently somewhere. Or maybe I won't. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm going to go exploring for now. I love it. It sounds so fun. Your life is just, um, like, the freedom that you have is amazing. And I love the stories that you shared about trusting, like, the financial part of this whole part of your journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's still a struggle. I'm trying not to struggle with it, but it gets easier. It's like a muscle you have to you have to work at all the time. Yeah. Yeah, but so, I would imagine it just gets to, like, a bigger and bigger level, right? Like It does. Yeah. It's like $20, and now it's probably, like, a trip to Greece, you know, like, three months in Greece, whatever that is, $10,000 or whatever. Right. It's a bigger muscle, right? Right. Exactly. That's amazing. Well, thank you for sharing your story about writing and about uh, all of this, um, you know, your use of the law of attraction to create your freedom and going to Greece. Is there any final thoughts that you have that you'd like included in your article? Hmm. Let's see. I mean, I guess just the final note is just reiterating or encouraging people to just be happy. I mean, this is our only life on this earth. So don't waste it with worrying about the job or the boss or the house or the, you know, amazing car. Just do what makes your heart sing. Do what makes Mm -hmm. your heart sing. And the rest will fall into place. I love it. Um, and you're living proof that that leads to amazing things. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been such a pleasure, like, getting to know you and hearing about both, like, your motorcycle trip and every just everything of how you've got to this point. Um, it's just been such a joy to talk to you and, and hear all of your journey. Awesome. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you called. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for taking time out of your day for this interview. Uh, we will definitely send it to you in a couple months when it comes out. Awesome. That sounds great. I look forward to it. Fabulous. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, Crystal. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye.